Today, uh, as, as we all know, the third Sunday of Advent, we light the pink candle. Technically, it's uh, supposed to be rose. I don't know the difference. I'm sure some of you know the dif difference between rose and pink, but no. Yeah, we don't know up here. But uh, the, the idea behind it is that you've got purple representing uh, penance and uh, conversion and uh, you know focusing on our sinfulness repenting from that asking for forgiveness right it's a penitential season but in the midst of right in the middle of both Advent and Lent both penitential seasons both a focus on on our sins right um, and our need for forgiveness there's a pink Sunday well a rose Sunday and the idea rose is supposed to stand for joy so today's Sunday in Latin is Gaudete Sunday. Now, it's a command form in Latin, which means you rejoice. So we are to rejoice on this Sunday. In, uh, in Lent, it's called Laetare Sunday. And, and the same concept is there, that we're to rejoice. Now, the reason for this, okay, is that the, the church gives us two penitential seasons to really engage conversion, to really engage um, our understanding of our need for forgiveness, our understanding of our sinfulness, okay? But in the midst of it, we have this Rose Sunday to remind us that at the end of all of that is something incredibly joyful. So at the end of Advent, the solemnity is Christmas. At the end of Lent, the solemnity is Easter. So the that we don't get too wrapped up in the penitential nature of things without forgetting that the goal of all of it is joy. You know, the goal of practicing the faith and engaging conversion is not misery. <laughs> Some of you might think that depending on where you grew up as Catholics, you know. Ah, it's just about misery and guilt. No, it isn't. No, not at all. The goal is joy. The goal is joy. The focus should be joy. Now the question I think we can entertain then is in the midst of this process of considering our sinfulness, right? In the midst of uh, this penitential season, focusing on you know, one or two things that we need work on, we need help with, how are we supposed to have joy? How do we have joy when we're thinking about our sins? It seems uh, inconsistent, right? It seems like a conflict. Attention there. Well, think of it this way. If you're a physician and somebody comes to you and they're ill, you want to find the pathology. You want to find out what's wrong with them so you can heal them or you can give them the medicine they need to get better. And when you, so when you find out what's wrong, right, when you find that pathology, there's a certain you know, joy or satisfaction with Okay, now I know how to fix it. Now I can fix it. Or if you think about uh, your car, if it, if it breaks down, you take it to a mechanic. And, uh, you know, the mechanic isn't just going to start fixing. Well, it depends on the mechanic you go to. I guess you just might start fixing all kinds of things that aren't broken. But, you know, hopefully you go to a good mechanic who finds what's wrong. And then upon finding what's wrong, he can fix it. Right? And there's a certain satisfaction with fixing what is broken. 
I'm sure uh, I'm not the only one who set out to fix something and, and not accurately figured out what was wrong and just started fixing a bunch of stuff and end up, ended up breaking things even more. I'm probably not the only one who's done that. Oh, that didn't work. Try something else, you know, because I didn't know how to figure out what was actually wrong. Now, if we apply this to ourselves, what we, what we first have to admit is there is something profoundly wrong with all of us. That's the good news for today. Rejoice in that. There's something profoundly wrong with you, right? Thanks, Father. Um, the thing that's profoundly wrong with all of us is that we're sinners. Every single one of us. We are sinners. And we're in need of salvation. That's sort of the, the big picture. What we want to get to in Advent and Lent, especially, is a little bit more focused. All right, yes, I'm a sinner. All right, fine. What are my sins particularly? What are my, what are my particular you know, personality deficits or, or vices or, or you know, repeated sins, etc.? If I can figure out what's wrong, then it can get fixed. Then I can actually grow. But if we, if we never figure out what's wrong, we just kind of keep going through life you know, bumping into walls, we go through life, you know, not really seeing. We're not really enlightened as to what's going on within ourselves. But when we figure that out, when we figure out, you know, I'm really a judgmental person. I'm really an impatient person at my core. I'm really a, a resentful person or an angry person or, you know, a, a wounded and, and needy person or, you know, whatever it is that is this deficit. It's not necessarily a sin, but it can manifest itself as sinfulness. But if we can figure out these different elements of our personality that contribute to us going off the rails, well, then we can ask the Lord for his grace to heal us and to transform us. That's what he wants to do. And so that's how we can find joy in the midst of the penitential season. Because once we figure out, oh, okay, I have certain lacks certain deficits of character, once we're honest about that, once we really recognize that, we can say, you know what? Now that I know, I can bring Jesus into this place within me and he can heal me. He can set me free. He can release me from this bondage like he speaks of in the first reading or we hear Isaiah speak of in the first reading. He's come to heal the brokenhearted. He's come to set free the captives. And the, the, the main prison that every single person is captured in is themselves. You know, if, if, if you... Uh, here's some more good news for you. The <laughs> we're really good at saying, you know, somebody else is my, my biggest problem. You know, the deacon is my biggest problem, obviously. Every Sunday I say something about him. But here's the truth. For every single one of us, including me, our biggest problem is ourselves. You are your biggest problem. That's the other good news for today. Oh, geez, Father, thanks a whole lot. But you know what we do is we blame other people for our problems. We put it off on others. And we are our own problem. We create all of our own problems. You know, And I'm not saying, you know, I'm exempting large-scale sort of events that can happen to us where we're, we're truly victimized. Obviously, that's a reality. But when it comes to just living our lives 
and finding peace in our lives. We are our own problem. We are our own obstacle. And when we can figure out what those obstacles are, we can invite the Lord Jesus in and rejoice because he's going to set us free. Please stand.